This is James Granstrom, and you're listening to the Super Soul Model Series. This podcast is designed to uplift and inspire you to making positive changes in your life. I have conversations about health, happiness, spirituality, and why adopting a positive and successful mindset will change your life for the better. Hello and welcome to the James Grantstrom Podcast, Super Soul Model Series, where I help people tune and tap into their natural state of well-being. Today's podcast is how to find calm amidst the chaos. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I've got an excellent show lined up for you. And if you're new to the podcast, please remember to like, subscribe and share. And if you're returning to the podcast, please remember to give a review wherever you're listening to this. Anytime you hit the like button or anytime you subscribe to the show and leave a review, it really helps the show to grow and get out to more and more people who need this message. So thanks in advance. Today's episode is how to find calm amidst the chaos really important show for many people right now. Today's episode is a huge topic and it can apply to so many different things. Let's look at the world right now. It's a little bit noisy, it's a little bit chaotic and if you're feeling the noise, you want to turn the noise down and increase the calm, then this is the episode for you. And so I've created this episode with you in mind thinking that if we can increase the calm, that means you're also going to increase the level of well-being in your life. So I'm going to walk you through how to find calm amidst the chaos. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you some mind, body and soul solutions about how to look at this principle of finding calm amidst the chaos. But also I want you to draw awareness to whether you're adding to the calm or you're adding to the chaos, because that's the most important thing. You've got to know if you're adding to chaotic energy or you're adding to the calm energy, and that takes awareness. So hopefully in this episode, you're not only going to walk away with some mind, body and soul solutions about how to find more calm amidst the chaos, but you're also going to grow in awareness. And that is really powerful because once you've got the tools, the awareness that you have in the next event in your life that creates a little challenge that awareness gives you the tools to be able to apply straight away and that's always what I'm wanting to do give you those solutions so you can tune and tap into your natural state of well-being so not only can you benefit energetically through those good feelings but the people around you benefit because you're calm centered and poised as well so number one the first way to find calm amidst chaos is to not join in is to not add to it So how do you do that? By not participating in conversations that are frustrating you and exaggerating them. And you exaggerate them by talking about them, complaining about them, whether it's just over a tea or a coffee or watching the news and being upset by the news and participating in a reaction orientated mode. When you are reacting to news, when you're reacting to events as they come, you're actually also adding to them energetically. And if you're reacting, it means that you're reacting to something that doesn't feel good. A response is a conscious, aware choice, which is different from a reaction, which is almost knee jerk, like the old school eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. A response is someone who's grown in awareness saying that energy, I understand. I don't like it. I prefer calmer energy. I'm going to choose to do this. This is a choice. This is someone who's grown in awareness grown in spiritual evolution to look at a circumstance, make a choice as to prefer what they now wish to experience versus what they are experiencing, and then gravitate towards that. 
Positivity takes a little bit of momentum. And in the beginning, it requires preference and then movement, focus, and then you're getting positive momentum. So the number one thing is to not be part of the chaos by adding more to it, by talking about it, by exaggerating, by complaining about it, by being further upset by it. You're never going to get out of that situation of chaos until you let it be what it is and then now state your preference. I want to find calm. I want to find peace. I want to find harmony. And I want to find a way to feel good right now. This is the first way you are able to find calm by stating what you now wish to experience, which means what you would prefer to experience. A lot of people just keep regurgitating what's upsetting them and they keep getting more of that experience. The law of attraction does not care. It's impartial. Your mind does not care. It's impartial. If you pay attention to it and it's upsetting you, the mind will just go, oh, you like that? I'll give you more. So that's how it works. And chaos is just a huge part of resistance at work. But there is order amongst that. But I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Number two, detach from the drama. Now, I've talked about this previously in other episodes. But when you detach from the drama, it means that you are now beginning to understand that drama only begets more drama. So if you're upset and you're reacting, you're only going to get more. And so when you're adding to the drama, when you're adding to the resistance of chaos, you're going to just get more. So you have to detach from it. All suffering is caused from an attachment to a person, a thing or a situation. And when you become attached, you're bound to it, which means your ego's energy is attaching to that person, event or situation. And if it doesn't happen the way you want it to be, which is what happens in chaos, you suffer. So have you ever noticed how much you suffer because you're attached to it or something being a certain way and you want a certain outcome? And if it doesn't happen, you really, really get a meltdown. I know I have. So when you detach from the drama and just let the story be what it is at the moment, this is what's happening. And now I know what I prefer to experience. I want to experience peace and harmony and calm. That's your new preference. When you tell your mind that, you're also telling the universe that, you're also telling the law of attraction that, what will happen is you will now pivot and move in that direction. When you're detaching from the drama, what you're actually saying is, is that I'm not willing to suffer through this experience. Because if I choose to attach to this situation and remain upset by it, I know I'm going to continue that energy stream. I'm going to continue that energy that I'm feeling of upset, challenge, fear, grief, stress, anxiety, anger, whatever it may be. So when you detach from the situation, it means that you can observe it, but it means that you're not participating in that energy anymore because you've now made a new preference. I choose to feel calm. I choose to feel peace. I choose to feel harmony. And I choose to look this way instead of that way. Number three, you keep your own counsel meaning you've got to keep focused on where you're going rather than the, where everyone else is going. In chaos, you often find that there's just such a mishmash of energy going on. Let's look at it globally. You're looking at certain things breaking down in economic systems. You're looking at certain things breaking down in political systems. You're looking at things like in the UK right now, there's a challenge to be able to fill up your car with petrol. And if you're finding that really difficult, you're looking at what everybody else is experiencing. But are you keeping your eyes on the prize, which is 
I want to fill my car up. Are you keeping your eyes on the prize and focused on what you want, which is I want to find a place nearby where I can fill my car up with fuel easily? Or are you looking at what the news is saying is there's no place to fill up your car with gas? Someone somewhere is always able to have a different experience to you. But are you paying attention to the chaos or are you paying attention to keeping your eyes focused on what it is that you want? Because most people in chaotic situation, this used to me, me by the way, which was looking at the world and thinking that's what is happening to me rather than choosing what I want. And when you keep your eyes focused on what it is that you want, life becomes a lot easier, meaning you're keeping your own counsel. Let's look at people like Björn Borg. People used to ask the tennis player Björn Borg ages ago, and he was a bit, a bit before my time. But people always used to say, Björn, how did you get so good at tennis? What did you do to retire at the age of 25? How did you have so much success? And this is the era way before Federer and Djokovic and Nadal. He just said this simple thing. He just said, I just keep my eyes focused on hitting the ball. Now, if he can do that so simply, which is just to focus on hitting that ball, then you can do that by focusing on what you now want. Because when you focus on what you want, you're going to reduce chaos and you're going to increase calm. And also, let's look at another analogy. When you're skiing, if any of you have ever skied who's listened to, listening to this podcast, when you ski, you have to focus on yourself while still being aware of your environment. All the other skiers on the slopes, the topography of the land, the flags, where everyone's going, your equipment. But if you're focusing on the person in front of you, there's a strong and high likelihood you're going to go straight into them because you want to focus on where you're going, not on the skier in front of you. When you can focus on where you're going, that's where you're going to end up. And when you focus on what's in front of you or you focus on the chaos that's surrounding you, that's what you're going to end up experiencing as well. Focus on where you want to go and what you want to have, and that's where you'll end up going. It sounds so simple, but it is, but it seems seemingly tricky to implement. Yet this particular episode is just here to remind you to focus on what you want, despite what's going on around you. Years ago, I used to have a challenge with one of my sisters and it was just like sibling rivalry in the in our younger years. And one day I just decided, I must have been about 15 or 16, I just decided, do you know what? I want peace. I want calm. And I used to say it out loud, do you know what I want? I want to have calm. I want to have peace. I want to have harmony. I want to get on. Now, that was not what I said previously. Previously, I was like, that person's done me wrong. I can't believe she did this. I can't believe she did that. Instead of me playing the victim, I chose to come from a creative position saying, I want to find calm, harmony and peace. Those things are water under the bridge so long ago. And we have such a beautiful, harmonious, fun relationship now. And I look back on that situation thinking, I remember saying that out loud. I remember focusing on what was important to me, which was, I want to find calm. I want to find peace. I want to find harmony. And I used to say it out loud. And then that became my experience. So look at your experience right now. Are you experiencing challenge? Are you experiencing chaos? Be very clear about what you want, because the mind doesn't care what you focus on. But if you focus on a direction that you want, meaning calm, that's where it's going to take you. If you're focusing on a direction of peace and harmony and well wishes and well-being, then that's what you're going to get. The mind doesn't care. It's impartial. 
This is how the law of attraction works. This is how the universe works. Put in your order, say what you want. What's the feeling that you want to feel? And it will come back. Because you break the patterns of the past by being very clear about what you now want and what you wish to experience. Number four, there's a divine order in chaos. When you look at a chaotic situation, perhaps in your life, you look at it and you think there's no order. But let's look at an analogy here. Let's look at Grand Central Station or Waterloo Station. When people are trying to catch their train on the way home in rush hour, on the surface, there's people darting around literally everywhere. And there's people running for trains, there's people waiting for trains, there's people going to the shops, there's people eating food, drinking food, waiting for their train to become available before they can jump on in that rush hour. Now, whilst it may be very difficult to move around the sea of people in those crowds, what you will find is that there is real order underneath that surface of chaos, meaning everybody knows what train they're trying to get on to get home. And so underneath that chaos, underneath the sea of people, there's this what I like to call divine order, meaning that deep down inside, everybody knows that they're trying to get home. They're trying to get on that train that will take them home, despite there being literally thousands of people at the train station. And so it's the same in the universe. There's stars being born and stars exploding. And despite some of the world challenges that we're looking at, systems breaking down, new ones are being built. Ideologies and concepts and perceptions are breaking down and new ones are being created. Old business paradigms are breaking down and new businesses are being created. There's all this challenge coming about on a global level so that there's this divine order that's being orchestrated underneath. And so whenever you're experiencing a little chaos, just be very clear about what it is that you wish to experience now because there's order in that chaos and maybe it's helping you wake up to doing things in a new way, working in a new way, talking to people in a new way and turning up in the world in a new way. If you're enjoying this episode, please remember to like, subscribe and share. And when you change your perspective, it's amazing how much more calmer and peaceful your life becomes and more joyful as a result. Number five, have you ever been lucky? And the answer to that is, of course, you've been lucky. And so let's just look into that experience. Can you recall that any time you've ever been lucky, you've always felt good? That is the common denominator of being lucky. And so as laymen like to call lucky, I like to call it energy aligned. So luck is often referred to as when preparation meets opportunity. When life is chaotic, how are you ever going to feel lucky? Well, you need to prepare for it. So you prepare for it by feeling good. So how do you feel good when there's chaos going on? You're looking for the things that are working out. That makes you feel better. You're looking for a reason to remain optimistic despite the external challenge that life is showing you. You're looking for reasons to appreciate yourself and others for how well you're doing despite what's going on. You're looking for reasons to compliment yourself and other people despite the challenge that's going on. You're definitely taking care of your health and well-being despite what's going on. You're trying to always feed yourself the best food. You're trying to always give yourself enough rest. You're going to try and always soothe yourself when life's getting a bit tough. 
Because if you're berating yourself, you're only adding to chaos. But when you soothe yourself, that's when you're adding to the calm. And that is a hugely important part to also becoming lucky. Lucky people don't berate themselves. It's just a fact because when you berate yourself, you're causing resistance. And when you're lucky, there's little or no resistance going on. And so the lucky you are is because you're preparing energetically for good things to come. You're preparing your vibrational atmosphere. You're preparing your vibrational broadcast out to the universe of what you prefer, which is I want to feel good. I want to look for reasons to feel good. I want to look for reasons to compliment myself and others. I want to find ways to look at things in a harmonious way, despite the external turmoil and challenge going on. I want to remind myself that there's order despite this chaos. And it might not make sense now, but in hindsight, it will. And so all of these ways help you prepare yourself to become luckier. And anytime you're experiencing chaos or you're seeing chaos, recognize and remind yourself often of the spiritual truth that it's always a setup for something better later. But when you help tune into calm by having a better perspective, you're adding to the global calm by being a personal pillar of light that's calm. Number six is to practice calm. So how do you practice calm? Things like meditation, things like prayer. They're really important because they help soothe your soul. They help soothe that resistance going on, that cortisol rushing through your blood. Can you calm that down? Meditation calms that down. It did for me. I used to have high levels of anxiety, which also made me question my levels of confidence. And when I began to meditate, that confidence restored itself naturally and that anxiety began to dissipate. And so that practice of meditation always calmed me down. And that's why I keep doing it to this day. So that's a really important process that you can use to calm yourself. Prayer is another thing. Whatever you believe in, it matters not. The key thing is, is that prayer helps you tune in and ask for that guidance, ask for that peace, ask for that calm. And remember, as soon as you're asking for that calm and asking for that peace, it will be given unto you. Ask and it is given because whatever you focus on, you will draw to you. And peace as an emotion, harmony as an emotion, calm as an emotion is much easier to bring to you or manifest than a certain experience, because emotions must always come first before you actually experience a manifestation. And if you want to look into some ways to manifest, that's another episode that you can tune into. And I'll make sure that you can check it out on this episode. I'll have a link that you can look into how to manifest something big or principles for manifestation. I've got a few videos on manifestation. But really, really important for you to recognize that it's when you're stating what you want through prayer or through spoken out or loud or writing down, which I love as another process. These are really powerful ways to draw in, to calm into your life rather than add to the chaos. Number seven, another process I have is called the what if game. What if this is going to be all right? What if this is going to be okay? What if everything works out? What if everything comes together? What if everything is going to be all right in time? What if eventually this all makes sense? What if I'm actually headed in the right direction? What if there's a silver lining in this experience? What if there are blessings that were to come out of this experience that I'll be able to look back on? Can you see that this type of questioning actually breaks the pattern of that negative train of thought, which adds to chaos? Because as soon as you break those patterns that cause that resistance, 
you're going to go into calm states, you're going to go into flow states. And I've played this game with my clients so many times, and it's amazing to see the successful results that people have just with a simple minute or two of playing this game and let it be a game. Because it almost sounds so silly because the mind is like a driver and you're either driving it through your conscious thought or you're allowing that monkey on your shoulder who's got that louder, noisy voice to be the driver. Be the person who's conscious of what thoughts you're thinking and how you want things to be. Because as soon as you're clear, you won't be adding to chaos. You'll be adding to the calm. It's that monkey on your shoulder that is the one that helps you experience chaos. So don't let that be your driver. Let your conscious mind who's focused be the driver and it will always take you to calm when you're decisive. Number eight, another way to find calm amidst the chaos is by humming, is by singing, is by listening to music. Music and sound that we produce has an incredible effect on calming the body's nervous system. I never forget watching I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Years ago, I watched this newsreader get stuck in this strange, like, coffin where she was surrounded by rats, and it was really terrible and it was really scary. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because she had to stay in there for a minute as part of this challenge. Now, why they do these challenges, I do not know. It's not a show that I like to watch. But what I discovered was, is just in that show that the power of humming and singing has an ability to distract ourselves from the chaos that's going on around us. And in her experience, it was those uh, the rats running around over her body, but she managed to hum and sing to herself whilst closing her eyes. And I'll never forget watching Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. When he was at the end scene, if you've ever seen that movie, he was told to close his eyes, close his eyes, and hum and sing. And so this is like a little secret tip that you can do. Can you go off, hum and sing, and maybe close your eyes like you did when you were a kid to distract yourself from that moment of high-intensity chaos? Now, it sounds almost as if you're putting your head in the sand. You are, but what you're doing is you're energetically distracting yourself from one frequency, which is chaos, to another, which is calm and peace. And like I said, when you begin to hum, you begin to sing, you're easing the nervous system, you're soothing the nervous system. So that's why people love to sing. People love to sing in the shower and particularly in the shower when you're singing. Very interesting because under the shower and in water, you actually change your brainwave patterns from one of beta to one of alpha. And that's why the shower, often people receive good ideas. Interesting that, isn't it? But that's because your brain waves are in a different pattern. That's why I love to swim a lot and be in the water because as soon as I'm in the water, I know my brainwave patterns change, which means I'm more receptive to good ideas and I'm not in that fight state anymore. I become more in this karma energy and you can too. So look at yourself and use water and use singing as a way to be able to take yourself from chaos into calm. It's a very important point. And just notice how much better you're feeling. And when you're listening to music, particularly if you're feeling a little chaos, those soothing sofagio tones can really help harmonize that those high beta levels of mind that you might be experiencing. So as soon as you begin to soothe yourself through singing, humming music, and even being immersed in water, you'll be you'll notice how much 
calmer you feel and now you're adding that energy to your body and mind dynamic. Number nine, another way to find calm amidst the chaos is to see if you can start introducing more power naps in the afternoon. Winston Churchill, Maggie Thatcher have done this several times. Einstein did this. Edison did this. Richard Branson does this. Lots of people swear by afternoon power naps. Can you factor in a power nap in the afternoon? Because if you can and you're not getting great to sleep at night, what happens is you're reducing resistance inside the body and the mind. And as soon as you bounce back out of resistance, you begin to find more calm. And the more you sleep, the more you can find these little moments to ease yourself out of resistance, the more you're going to tap in and tune into well-being and experience more calm. So little power naps are a wonderful way to be able to tune into more calm energy. But number 10, another way you can find calm amidst the chaos is by surrounding yourself with the colour blue. Blue is a very soothing colour. If you ever look at the ocean, it's very soothing. So the blue has this very calming effect on the body, as does earthy tones. So in the bedroom and in the bathroom, these lovely soothing earthy tones and blue tones really help soothe us. So imagine yourself being surrounded by a beautiful blue light if you're very visual, or imagine your feet being rooted into the ground. These are very important little visualizations you can do for a minute here or a minute there and it might bring on that feeling of calm if you're in a moment of angst. Uh, Very powerful little visual tools you can use. Number 11, like I was talking about with the roots, is to spend a little bit more time in nature. Nature is probably your greatest healer on this planet and if you can spend a little bit more time in nature, her natural alpha rhythm patterns, whether you're in the water, submersed in the water, whether it be a shower or a bath or a swimming pool or a lake or the ocean, or you're walking barefoot on the sand or on the grass. This immersive time that you can spend with nature has such a powerful soothing effect that will help you add to more calm energy. Most people are disconnected and they're disconnected because they're looking at what is and trying to fight what is, fight reality. And when you fight reality, you will always lose. So you need to cultivate calm in order to experience more of it. So those are my strategies to help you feel a little bit more calm amidst the chaos. Finding calm means you're spending time willing to invest cultivating in activities and thoughts and perceptions about how to create more calm rather than adding to the chaos. And sometimes you're going to be better at it than others, but at least you've got some awareness and a little understanding and some context about how you're either adding to the calm or you're adding to the chaos from this episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please remember to give it a like and subscribe and share. And if you've got any questions about well-being that you are challenged by, feel free to DM me on Instagram at James Granstrom and I will put all your questions together and maybe I'll do a whole episode on answering your specific questions because when you get benefit, then you're tapped into well-being and we need more people tuned and tapped into their well-being so we can create a happier, peaceful and more joyful world around us. Now, until the next episode, I wish you a wonderful week ahead and as always, I wish you green lights all the way.